I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors Esther Dillard and Doug Davis to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network daily podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome back to the show, you two. How you doing? Hey, oh, happy fine. to be here. How are you? I'm, I'm <laughs> doing great. A uh, lot to talk about this week, so let's get started. Um, Esther. President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama returned to the White House for the unveiling of their official White House portrait. Give us more on what happened. It was so fun to watch. I tell you, the ceremony was um, one that had a lot of emotion. Uh, This was the first time the Obamas had visited the White House since they left in 2017. Um, And the ceremony I read that had not been performed for like the last 10 years in the White House, partially because of of the pandemic and partially because the previous Trump administration reportedly refused to perform the ceremony to induct the Obama's pictures, their portraits into um, into the the White House. So this was despite, you know, even though the Trump administration had done not done it, um, this is was a, a nice kind of breath of fresh air. So it was nice to return to a White House tradition. Um, President Joe Biden's introduction of the former President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama was very emotional. He talked about he told the audience how much their families had grown together and um, talked about the Obama's personal friendship that he had with the president. And and just the fact that his kids grew up with the Obama kids and that they were very close. He even mentioned how um, Obama gave the eulogy at his son. Uh, Bo Biden's funeral in 2015 and how much it really meant to his family. Um, the portraits, of course, were beautiful. Unlike other White House portraits, they were done by contemporary artists said to be working outside the conventions of traditional political politics, political portraits, I should say. And um, President Obama's image was painted by Robert McCurdy, 
and Michelle Obama's portrait by Sharon Sprung. And what I gathered from watching the ceremony and reading how those who covered it is that the ceremony brought in with it, you know, just a different, a lighter feeling of nostalgia, the hopefulness of the Obama era, you know, uh, and the uh, Obama administration, um, you know, didn't have as much as the kind of the heavier issues with, you know, like the, the insurrection and such um, that and politics that it has up to so um, President Obama had a few jokes, and but um, also said in all seriousness that he missed all the people that he worked shoulder to shoulder with to help make the world a better place. And so did his wife, Michelle, noting that they grew up that, you know, her growing up on Euclid Avenue in Chicago, black little black girl. She never thought that she would be living in such an enormous and wonderful place like the White House. Um, the Obama, uh, President Obama, he thanked all the people that he worked with in the White House. He he loved the fact that the um, artist captured everything that he loves about Michelle. I love the fact that he said that. Mm-hmm. And he said it, it it captures her grace, her intelligence, and the fact that she's fine. It was just, it was just so nice to have that back in, in the White House again. And he joked that the artist refused to make his ears smaller and <laughs> talked about Adam uh, wearing a tan suit. And Mrs. Obama, she... um. Uh, thank the artist, but he all, she also brought up the fact that this is a tradition that matters. And um, I'll just end by reading one quote from her because she said a lot of wonderful things. She said, traditions like this matter, not just for those who hold those positions, but for everyone participating in and watching our democracy. They make our voices heard with their vote. We hold an inauguration to ensure a peaceful transition of power. Those of us lucky enough to serve work, serve and work as a Brock and I did as hard as we can for as long as we can, as long as the people choose to keep us here. And once our time is up, we move on. And I thought that was like really telling, um, you know, I'll just leave it there because it, it just, it said a lot in just that short statement. Absolutely. That's a wonderful story. I love that. Uh, moving on spark charge world's first mobile electric vehicle charging network was started by a black entrepreneur. You know, I love this. Doug, give me more. Oh, yeah. Uh, This brother is amazing, man. Joshua Aviv. He's the CEO, co-founder of Spark Charge, uh, the world's first and only ultra fast and on-demand electric vehicle charging network. I mean, amazing stuff here. Um, For folks who follow Shark Tank, you may recall uh, him and his co-founder, Chris, uh, they pitched it on Shark Tank. Uh, and sealed a big deal, you know, a million dollar investment. And then in uh, 2022, uh, you know, they got a bigger investment. And so, well, not 2022, but I'll say 2021. And then by 2022, uh, their value jumped up to like $30 uh, million. So uh, the device is called Rody. you know. Um, I think the brother's story is really compelling. Um, uh, the story of his professor uh, at Syracuse and how uh, he challenged Joshua and other students in the class uh, to say, hey, you know, um, if you wanted to change the world, I believe you should look at something that will help the infrastructure issue when it comes to EV vehicles. And then a question was brought up about, well, what if an EV can't find a charging you know, station and they run out of power with no station in sight? What then? And then, you know, the professor said, hey, if anyone wants to talk more, stay after class. Joshua did. You know, yeah. he followed his instinct. And so, but back to the Shark Tank thing, again, that $1 million investment from Mark Cuban and Lori kicked it all off. And so, uh, 
It's called the roadie. I think it's uh, quite phenomenal. <laughs> you know, it's ingenious. Uh, we see how global warming is affecting the planet, whether you believe it or not, something's going on. And, um, you know, I live on the West Coast where Teslas are just as common as Toyotas. So um, I pass by charging stations a lot and they're full a lot. And so uh, with this device, you can literally charge anywhere. Uh, and I've heard stories of people running out of uh uh, their char their AC, you know, while driving through the desert, barely making it to a charging station. So with this spark charge, the roadie, uh, that problem will be solved. And uh, another thing I, that I really like about it is that it's it's relatively affordable for people who maybe don't have a house or a garage and they can't afford to set up their own charging station at home. This is perfect. So it's for the everyday person. You don't have to be rich now to have an EV. You know, you can bring this charger with you, this roadie with you, and you're good. And so you know, right now the company is servicing in California, but of course it'll expand. And so the future is really, really bright for this brother. I would love to learn about his patent. You know, I'm sure the name Rody uh, will soon become a household name, much like Kleenex right back in the day. I'm sure there'll be a lot of folks that will be copycatting him uh, in the coming years. But yeah, he is definitely a game changer. Well, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. I love that story. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, I, I already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Black Information Network news anchors Esther Dillard and Doug Davis are here with us discussing this week's major stories. So Labor Day weekend saw increased street violence in Chicago, Philadelphia, Memphis, and other majority Black cities. Esther, tell us more about this. Yeah, it was pretty bad over the uh, Labor Day holiday weekend. Um, According to Gun Violence Archive, more than a dozen people were killed and 58 people injured in 15 mass shootings across the country, including Labor Day weekend. Um, I must uh, say that mass shooting um uh, the a mass shooting is defined as three or more people shot so um this is said to be as many mass shootings during the record-breaking year of 2021 forbes magazine um reports that it's about for the whole year up to september 5th it was 464 mass shootings um the epicenters of many of these um shootings have been predominantly black cities black and brown cities of course, you've mentioned Chicago, Illinois, um, the New York Post reports 44 people shot there, killed over the holiday weekend in Philadelphia. In just 72 hours, 29 people were shot and nine killed. Uh, other cities in reporting high incidences of gun violence were Cleveland, Ohio, Memphis, Tennessee, and Norfolk, Virginia. Um, many cities, you know, they're really trying to get their arms around this problem by promoting programs that help young people get them off the streets, doing something productive. Others have established curfews and also um, trying to establish laws that are going after ghost guns. I'm sure you've heard about um, these guns where they come in the mail as a kit and you can assemble them with a screwdriver and they don't have any serial numbers. This is a big problem with um, young people getting a hold of these guns and they become a big problem in large cities. And uh, finally, the 30-year-old cold case involving a missing Black woman has been solved. Doug, I know you have a bit more on this one. Oh, yeah. Back in April, uh, NBC Nightly News, they ran a story on how uh, an all-women cold case unit in New York City uh, that uses technology to try to solve old cases uh, came upon um, a particular case. Um, And so uh, the... uh, uh, Nightly News ran it, and uh, Robert Brown, um, African-American man, watched this particular uh, newscast or this particular story, and uh, he thought that a poster that was uh, you know, shown on TV on the uh, episode uh, could have been that of his uh, missing sister, Myrtle Brown, right? She disappeared, I believe, like 30 years ago. Uh, the poster didn't show Myrtle, though. It wasn't her. However... Uh, a few days later, Robert got a call and uh, it was the cold case unit. And so it ended up being his, you know, missing sister, Myrtle Brown. And so it was just quite, quite ironic how that happened. Um, it brings a lot of peace, you know, after, you know, watching the piece and listening to the interviews, um, 
Mr. Brown and his his niece were relieved, you know, so they finally, you know, for the most part, found out what happened to their family member that was missing for 30 years. So there's a lot of relief there. Uh, it's amazing how, you know, technology can work sometimes. And so uh, I only hope that more journalists continue to cover these types of stories. Uh, it gives uh, hope to those families who feel they, you know, may never uh, find out what happened to a loved one to finally get some closure. So I know, you know, um, how we used to have, um, uh, missing people on milk cartons and stuff like that. I think right. maybe some technology, you know, maybe an app can be created or something like that, you know, where people can go on and and see what some of these cold case units are doing uh, to try to help them solve a case and then again, find closure uh, for them and their families. So sure. Yeah, very, very touching story. Esther, any thoughts? It just, um, it was emotional watching the, the, the brother, you know, holding his other sister's hand and our loved one's hand, I should say. And, and he was just saying how after he knew, he heard from them that they had found his sister, it was really emotional for him. And I just, I feel the same way as Doug does, you know, just that something more has to be done in terms of um, just the effort when it comes to black and brown women that are missing because apparently, you know, based on many other reports that um, a lot of times there's not enough attention given to it. And so those, you know, those cases just slip through the cracks and, and the families are just left wondering what happened. You know, it's funny. Um, the first episode of this show that we're doing right now was about missing while black. And we were dealing with um, how media and police approach cases missing persons cases when the missing person is black particularly black women and how they approach it when it's a white woman and so um, it's just interesting to to come full circle here today but um i want to thank you both again very much for your input and your insight once again our guests today are black information network news anchors esther dillard and doug davis this has been a production of the black information network today's show was produced by chris thompson have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. 
And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.